Bart, I've asked you not to whistle that annoying tune. I got some sleigh bells too. <laughs> Brandon's got the hat on. He's got the sleigh bells. Come on, I What's love that on, so everyone? much. Yeah, see, that was a quick. That was a quick download. Quick fix. Yeah, I'm classic and not updating anything ever. I mean, I, you know, I don't like change. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. And everybody, surely, if you listen to the podcast, you know Brandon by now. But this is the first time we've done something live on Instagram. So everyone say hello to Brandon. Oh, what up, Laura? Yeah, see, look, Brandon's here. He's in the house. Um, so we'll talk some technical stuff, uh, the boring stuff that no one cares about. Brandon, are you recording on your end? Are we good? Yes, I believe it. We are good. Oh, wait, no, I need good. to update GarageBand. i really really wish that that were true that would be so great uh so so we're good everything else is updated we're good to go all right everybody uh welcome uh and what this is this is a live episode of simpsons is greater than the podcast that i host and now that brandon co-hosts and what we're doing today is we're sort of celebrating uh simpsons day we're sort of celebrating Christmas in general, but also Simpsons Christmas, because there's a lot of Christmas episodes. Um, And it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget a lot of them, but there are so many. And Brandon and I recently dug in on one of my favorite modern ones, Holidays of Future Past. And, you know, we were talking about it. And it's like, I want to see what the listeners think. I want to know what their favorite is, what their what they think the most underrated one is. And I also just want another excuse to watch more and more of these episodes over and over again and just, you know, dig in because that's what this time of year is about. It's about being thankful, digging in and loving the Simpsons. Absolutely. It's so exciting, man. Uh, I didn't realize how many holiday episodes are because the Simpsons are so like Halloween, which they deserve that. They own Halloween, but there's some pretty good Christmas stuff in there too. Absolutely. And, there's, and a couple like said, that are strange. <laughs> a couple that are strange and a couple that I guarantee most people have not seen because they don't air around Christmas. Yeah. So maybe they just absolutely. missed them. You know, there's like a lot of weird stuff like that. Um, so, you know, we're going to talk about what we think our favorite is or what we know our favorite is. We're going to talk about what we think the most underrated one is. We're going to give top fives. That's a little bonus for everybody. We're each going to give a top five. Uh, and then, like I said, we're going to read some of your answers at the end. I picked out a bunch of great ones. I'm going to read as many as I can. Uh, you know, I won't keep everyone on here for too long. You know, we'll see what happens. But we're going to read. We're going to read a bunch, and I got some great, great answers. We got a lot of great stuff from from the listeners, Brandon. I'm super excited. I've been uh, binge watching The Simpsons for the last two days in preparation. <laughs> I've been wrapping presents and watching uh, holiday episodes all day today. So it's Man. good. It's real good. What a perfect day. True story. I meant to wrap presents today. Did not. Oh, so. Nice. <laughs> at least you're not like my dad. He doesn't go Christmas shopping until the 24th at like 8 oh, p.m. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> Wait, Homer is your dad? Is that- yeah, in some ways. <laughs> unreal. Unreal. Yep. Um, so, you know, again, for anyone that doesn't realize, you know, maybe some people don't think about the day that the first episode of The Simpsons aired, but... It was today, 33 years ago. Thirty-three years ago. Today is the 33rd anniversary of the first 
episode of season one. December 17th, 1989. We got episode one of season one. It is hard for my brain to comprehend that. I was two years old when that episode aired. Almost three. So now I finally know how old you are. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon finds out I was actually 20 years old when that episode aired. Who who could say? Um, But obviously, you know, that is part of it. It's like, it's, it's crazy every year to be like, wow, this is 30 years old. This is 31 years old, 32 years old. But, but every time when I think about how long I've had this show in my life, um, you know, from literally from childhood, like from yeah. an age where I couldn't really remember uh, watching The Simpsons, I've had it every week. So that is something that's, you know, it gets harder and harder to comprehend. I, I mean, it's a huge part of my life. Um, both with this Instagram and just my, you know, my humor, everything about me sort of comes from this show in a lot of ways. So it's, it's never going to stop amazing me every time we cross another anniversary off the list. So, I mean, let's celebrate everybody. It's Christmas time. It's it's Simpsons day. Uh, so let's just, let's celebrate. Man, I wish I had like a tiny cake and some candles to light for everybody. (laughs) I'll just have to I, shake the shake the sleigh bells. Yeah, shake the sleigh bells. I mean, get those in there. I mean, get really get them in there. Um, yeah. So you said you've been binge watching for two days, Brandon. Before we really yep. dive into that, like how how many Christmas episodes would you say that you watched leading up to this? I think I've watched. Actually, I know I have a list here. I've watched sixteen episodes of The Simpsons. Jesus. In the last two days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been good. It's been really good. Yeah. Um, and watched one of them twice. I'm not going to say which one because it's it's it'll spoil some stuff later. But okay. I watched one of Don't them. Don't do twice. that. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. I saw um, a lot of I, a lot of new ones I'd never seen before, and I actually have some new favorite episodes. Uh, yes, I'd never seen them before, and there's some there's some good surprises in there. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. Anyone that listened to uh, this week's episode of Simpsons is greater than, like I said about holidays, the future past. A point that I made, and I, I do feel like it's relevant to this episode as well, is Brandon loves The Simpsons, but there are some, he's got some, you know, gray spots. There's some eras pretty, he hasn't seen. pretty big gray spots. <laughs> yeah, there's some big chunks of episodes that he hasn't seen. So part of the fun of bringing him onto this podcast ongoing is sometimes I make a recommendation and he's like, I've never seen this episode and I love it. And I think that's just that's really making Usually this work on another level. When you when you give me a recommendation, I'm like, "This is trash." What are you doing, Warren? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're always they're always pretty great. Uh, one of the ones you recommended to me, I'm not going to say which one. Uh, really, is one of my favorite episodes I think I've ever seen. It's definitely it would I think it would crack the top twenty if I were to have to make an all time top twenty. So Man, I, that's pretty I have, that's pretty big. <laughs> I have my guess, but I will not spoil it as well. I love I love hearing that. Um, all right, so let's let's kick it off. I mean, I say why wait. Uh, we'll talk about what we think, and then we'll get into what the listeners think. Um, I didn't mean to give a spoiler with my hat, but I think people that listen to this podcast or have been listening know what my favorite Christmas episode is because they know what my favorite episode is, and it's Marge Be Not Proud, baby. I mean, come on. I think... And I've said this to the person who wrote it, Mike Scully, and I'll say it to every person I meet for the rest of my life. I think it is the quintessential, it is the, it is the perfect coming together of everything I love about The Simpsons. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It has absurd jokes. It has heartfelt <laughs> moments. 
it truly checks every single box. And I cannot think of a better example. If I was going to show The Simpsons to an alien, someone who had never heard of the show, that is the episode I would show them because I think it gives you a glimpse into everything that is great about The Simpsons. Uh, All the way from Bart struggling, you know, I want this game, but I don't know how to get it. Maybe someone will feel bad for me. I will get this game one way or the other. He does something that he regrets. He feels bad about it. He doesn't want his parents to know. There are so many emotional, you know, ups and downs in this episode for every character. Bart struggles, Marge struggles, maybe not so much Homer and Lisa, but it's really a (laughs) Bart and Marge episode. They really struggle in different ways. Homer struggles just to get a thought through most of the time. So he's got his own struggle, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But it has, you know, it has, you know, as far as Homer goes, it has one of my favorite Homer jokes in the whole show, which is when he's scolding Bart about, you know, stealing. He's like, you know, haven't you listened to those sermons from Captain (laughs) What's-His-Name? Like Captain (laughs) What's-His-Name. There are incredible Homer jokes. He's just not so much, you know, the focus. I love Homer building the snowman. You know, it's like looking into a snow mirror. There are amazing Homer moments, but at its core, it's about Bart. It's about Marge. And, uh, you know, I'd be lying to everyone watching and listening if I said it doesn't make me choke up every time it gets, it hits me right in the heart. Every time it gets to that moment at the end, uh, just an all around special episode. So that's, that is my favorite Christmas episode and based, you know, a little spoiler, a lot of people agreed with that. So Brandon, what do you got? It's so great. Well, my spoiler, like mine's the also my number one is part of or March be not proud. It's so so good. <laughs> like it's not to get too deep with it, but it's also a little bit get about it's a, it's a little bit about like um, what happens when like childhood is over and you do become an adult. You know this whole thing with Marge singing the the lullaby to both of the kids, and you know Bart's like, "Oh, here we go again," and then she doesn't do it, and he's like, "Oh shit, I." Being an adult isn't nearly as cool as I thought. I feel really alone because <laughs> that's right. kind of what some of being an adult is, is coming overcoming that sort of stuff. And it's like, what a, what a rich, complex thing to just shove into a joke in the episode of, uh, in The Simpsons, you know. And that's what makes The Simpsons great when those jokes have something so good behind them, something so difficult to deal with and stuff. It's great. Right. And then the jokes, oh man, the commercial for Bone Storm is like, it is the 90s packaged into a commercial. It's so great. Santa comes in, like, blasts through the thing, and he puts the game cartridge into a bazooka and shoots it. (laughs) I mean, and and also, you know, I want to say, because we talk about the emotional journey, uh, it's, it's weird seeing both sides of it, because Bart clearly thinks that Marge doesn't love him. Uh, in yeah. reality, Marge is just disappointed and she thinks that she's been a bad mother. She's mothered him too much. She's done. She overloved him. Yeah. She overloved him. So they're both, they both want she's the same thing. Yeah. They want the same thing. And that, that coming to the end of the episode is just perfect. It's so good. It's, it's really great. I, I always tear up. Uh, that was the one I watched twice, by the way. I watched it once yesterday and once today. And I, I tear up at the end there, you know, when she, he, she thinks he's stolen again, and then, then it turns out. And he even has the receipt to prove that he paid for it. You know, it's uh, it's really, it's really sweet. Yeah, it's such a good. Movie. I've I've probably watched it like seventeen times already. This I mean, it's yeah. literally just, it's the one. Uh, anyone that follows, well, I guess if you're watching this, you, you follow. I, I have this like 
they did this limited edition print back in the 90s for it's it's like a family photo album that's based on Marge Be Not Proud. And I think they only made like 750 of them or something. Really? If you go back a couple posts, you'll see it. I'm holding up a framed thing of it. And um, that was something I got recently. Uh, and it was in a collection of stuff that I was actually selling some of. And I was like, I have nowhere to put this. I don't know if I should keep it. At the end of the day, it's Marge Be Not Proud. So I was like, I can't get rid of this. So it, it just, so it across the board, it, it just connects with me on so many levels. Uh, and there's not a ton of specific merchandise to it. So <laughs> I, I just felt like I had to hold on to it. Yeah, that's it's such a great episode. I feel like that episode's also a little bit of like a kissing cousin to Bart Sells His Soul. Because yeah. Bart kind of goes through this like journey that makes him like, you know, Bart doesn't question his own reality all that much. And for him to go through one of those journeys is, is rare and also really great. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And really and good. his whole marshmallow turns into something that he can slice. <laughs> and Grandpa's really interested. Yeah, and he, and he gives Grandpa a slice. So, I mean, <laughs> shout out to him. Give me a slice <laughs> of that. <laughs> hey, give me a slice. I love that so much. Um, all right, Brandon. Well, what about... I mean, I, I could do an entire podcast about Marge Be Not Proud. I could talk for two yeah. hours about it. Uh, so let's go on to most underrated. And I'm going to let you start this one, Brandon. What do you think the most underrated Christmas episode is that you've seen? For me, it's Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. Mm. I love that episode. I feel like Marge Be Not Proud and then also the first episode usually overshadow everything, you know, especially in the early seasons of the simpsons but sure. miracle on evergreen terrace has some of my favorite jokes in it i was re-watching it recently and realized that like these like little jokes that are burned in my mind but i don't have context for them are from that episode like homer <laughs> pulling up at the uh they pull up at the mall and he parks across two handicapped spots and then he gets out of the car and he starts to limp away yeah, <laughs> yeah. It kills unreal me. <laughs> who who designed this house i mean there's so yeah, many great who jokes designed this? that's such a good one too yeah it's really great and again you know it's also like it's it's i love i've talked about this before but i love any episode that gets as much of the city involved as possible you know anytime there's like mob rule in the simpsons they did it in the movie and it was fantastic they do it in uh, hurricane Nettie, which i love just anytime the whole town gets involved and when the whole whole town shows up to basically rob them at the end it just it doesn't get much better than that. It's so good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to point out. So there's been some some awesome questions that I missed in the chat. Katie oh, yeah. Green asks, "Is Mister Plow a Christmas episode?" And she says, That's "Yes." A very good question. I don't ever think of it as a Christmas episode. There were people that chimed in and said that to them it is based on like the setting. Um, so everyone that's in here, why, like, do you think Mr. Plow is a Christmas episode? Does it stand out to you because of the weather as a Christmas episode or not? <laughs> I really want to know what people think because I, I just never put it into that category. It's one, it's a fantastic episode. It's full of amazing jokes. It's full of, I mean, it has very filthy jokes and it. it is just a great episode. Um, but I never, ever think of it as a Christmas episode. So everybody chime in as we, as we move on. Um, yeah. Miracle is great, man. Uh, it, it's, I do, I do agree with you. I think that people, sort of forget about it. Not because, I mean, it's in, you know, it's in the quote unquote golden era. Uh, yeah. so I'm, people love it, but I do think it gets overshadowed not only by the first two, but because Christmas episodes weren't as regular 
in those early seasons. There were big gaps. So I feel like I that agree, one. Punny enough, he says, if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, then Mr. Plow is too. Uh, okay. Absolutely. I mean, there you go. That's not, I mean. <laughs> it's pretty sure. good logic. It happens at the same time. Yes. Yeah, a lot. It seems like people think that it is a Christmas episode. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Um, but I think that, you know, Miracle gets overlooked because at that point, people were just getting used to the idea of having more Christmas episodes. And there are yeah. so many good episodes in those seasons that I just think people don't think of it immediately when they, when they start talking Christmas, we did get it as an answer, uh, you know, later on in the things, in the things we're going to read, but I do feel like it's not the first one I think of. Uh, yeah. and also I remember, so way back early into this podcast, it was episode 18 I had Yardley Smith on to talk about Christmas episodes, and we sort of walked through the first four. And when we talked about Miracle, she and I agreed that that one upsets me the most because the whole time, I just want it to be fixed. That one upsets me the most because I get frustrated when I watch it because I'm like, no, I just want them to have a nice Christmas. Like, why can't Bart It goes from just bad to not- worse to worse to worse. <laughs> It is, it is honestly depressing um, yeah. because you know the whole time that Bart is struggling with this insane journey from, I wish I hadn't done this, but I'm in too deep, you know? So Miracle, it, I think it, it frustrates me more than it brings me joy, but I do love it so much. I also learned from that episode to, uh, if I wanted to wake up early for something, to drink a lot of water before I went to bed. That actually yeah. works. I've done that yeah. because of that episode. I've done yeah. that. It really, it really does work. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's a smart tactic. But I mean, also no one, even as an adult, no one can sleep on Christmas Eve. I mean, I, I, you know, I cannot sleep the night before Christmas. I wake up at like 6 a.m. and I have to just lay there. And, and try to wait until like a reasonable time. And it's like, what, you know, what am I, a child? Like, I still <laughs> do that. So I'm still definitely Bart. I'm looking for like way, I, I, I don't know how he has a hard time sleeping. You know? Yeah, no kidding. Jaden Lewis, or Jaden Edwards says the Funzo Gary Coleman was underrated. I, I mean, that one is also great. Full of great jokes. Um, I, I, it, it doesn't make my top five. I, I will say that. We're about to get into that, but it does not make my top five. Um, so I guess I should give my most underrated. Yeah. Most underrated. Before we do the top five. So this is one I have some very strong feelings about, and it also, um, ties in perfectly to this anniversary of, of the first episode that, that we are, you know, living in right now. And that is one that I just talked to Brandon about today for the first time. And that is the way of the dog. From season 31. Uh, Now, the reason I think that this is so underrated is, first of all, it falls at the end of the season. I think it aired in like March or something. It literally does not air around the holidays. There are two Christmas episodes in that season. Uh, which up. is weird. <laughs> yeah, it's I maybe they thought they were going to hold it over and they just had too many episodes. Uh, so it ended up being the finale. So it aired at a weird time. Um, but essentially this story, for those that haven't seen it, is it explores Santa's little helper and the trauma that he suffered from, you know, being thrown away by his owner for losing a race and all the, you know, missing his mother, missing his siblings, like all the things that happened to him in that first episode. It's a tearjerker. It, it's it a is a tearjerker of an episode. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, Brent, I mean, you, you saw good. it for the first time today. What did you think? 
It, that's the one that I would it would be in my top 20 favorite all-time episodes. I love that episode. I watched it, and it was, it's very moving. It's also very funny, you know? We have yeah. some, great, uh, some great jokes, also some great Simpsons side characters that come back and stuff like that. It's just, it's so good. It's really, really wonderful. And um, it's also really, really well animated. There's some incredible yes. animation in that episode. I was like kind of mesmerized by how good the the character and facial animation was it was almost like watching the simpsons movie again like i don't know if they put extra effort into that episode or what not that they don't normally do a great job but it was incredible it really just a great episode certainly i i think watching all the christmas ones in 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 order and seeing the animation change i wouldn't say (laughs) drastically but it does change a good bit especially over the first you know like seven to 10 Christmas episodes. So by the time you get to way of the dog, it's like, Whoa, this looks nuts. Like it is yeah. like, it's wide it looks so good. Yeah. <laughs> it, and yeah, there it are was... just so many flourishes. There are so many moments. Like there are things that you just didn't think you would care about. I mean, obviously I'm an animal person. So is Brandon. I'm sure most of you are, but like, you don't expect to get that invested <laughs> in this little story about, you know, what, like what is wrong with Santa's little helper? The episode is, is fully about him and the family not knowing how to help him, which is very different than episodes in the past where they don't know how to help him. And they're, they're to the point where they think they just have to get rid of him and accept it. Where in this one, it's like, no, we don't want you to hurt him. We want to know what's going on. So it's very sincere. It also shows clips from Simpsons roasting on an open fire. That was pretty, uh, that caught me off guard, but it was, um, it really, it really had an impact to kind of the jump animation styles and everything. I mean, they just pulled that old thing right out, you know, and it was uh, very impactful with the, with the Santa hat. That was the, the tie for the whole thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's also just so great how it ties back to the first episode of the Simpsons. You know, it could be a series finale. I feel like, even oh. though that other Christmas episode was supposed to be a series finale, <laughs> yeah. way of the dog totally could be one too. <laughs> no way of the dog absolutely could be. And I have to think that there was, I mean, I think they're always looking at that kind of thing as an option. Maybe that's why it was the finale. What? what maybe oh, they were yeah. like, hey, worst case, this would be a really nice wraparound to that first episode. Um, and, you know, there's just so many things. It's It does have really funny jokes in it, but I don't even think of the jokes. I think of the sincerity. I think of the whole family yeah. wanting to slap the dog trainer. I think of, you know, the, the moment where you realize what is really funny, like, like when it, when she's trying to figure out what is wrong with Santa's little helper and she shows him items from the family and realizes like, no, he loves Marge. He loves the, you know, all of that is so the, the score, all of it hits very, very, very hard. Um, it felt natural with the jump backs, almost like you were watching old home video. Absolutely. I totally agree. Who said that punny enough? Absolutely agree. Uh, it just really comes together perfectly. So I'm happy to hear that it's in your top 20 now, Brandon. There you go. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. If you keep giving me things to put into my top 20, I'm gonna have to make some really hard decisions of things to throw out. You're gonna. I'm gonna have to rethink my whole life. So gonna, slow gonna down become a top a 30. Bit. Very gonna become a top 30 very soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Um, you know, Marge Be Not Proud is my favorite. Way of the Dog is the most underrated to me. Uh, Brandon said Marge Be Not Proud is his favorite. So we're in total agreement and Miracle is the most underrated. So 
I don't think you can go wrong with any of those. I mean, give me a break. Can't. Perfect. Um, What about top fives? Um, Now, this is something that we hadn't really planned on doing this. And, you know, when we were talking today, I was like, I know we both really plowed through these. Like, I've been watching Simpsons Christmas episodes for the last few days. And I was like, you know, I feel pretty confident making a top five. Um, after rewatching these, I rewatch them almost every year. There's a couple that I always forget about. And then I'm like, oh, wait, there's also White Christmas Blues. Like, there's like certain ones that just I forget exist. Um, so since I watched them all, I was like, why not make a top five? So let's go through them. Do you want to go yeah, first, Brandon? Did you watch all of them in the last few days? I did. Nice, man. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> how many, how many are there total? I believe. Okay. So, if you count the ones that I don't really consider there's Christmas a couple episodes, that are Christmas adjacent, not just Mr. I believe, Plow, but I believe you're looking there. at 19, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I believe you're looking Man, at 19. I came close. I came you came, close. You came very close. Now, if someone in the chat knows for sure that I'm wrong, please let me know. Uh, and shout out to everyone that's joining. Uh, I've missed like the every everyone that's joined for the last like 10 minutes. I have not said a word, but thank you all for joining. Welcome, welcome. Um, yeah, so I believe we're around 19. Um, if you if you drop, you know, Gone Boy and a couple other ones that I don't know why they're called Christmas episodes, then I think you're you're at, at maybe 17. So you you probably did it. You probably only missed yeah. a couple, Brandon. I got pretty close. So there you go. Yeah. So, so how do you want to do top, top five? five? Do you want to go backwards from five? I mean, we already know yes. what the number one is. Yes. Okay. Start at start at number five and, and take me to one. Number five for me is a holiday of future past, which we just Love did it. the episode about. That episode is so great, man. It's just so it hits you in the feels. It's so funny. I love alternate timelines. I love like Simpsons predicting the future. You know, anytime they flash forward is great because they really do a good job. Of it it gives them a chance to like be really surreal with their jokes, which I yes. really really like. Um, and it, it, it doesn't feel like too much of a put on, you know, like, oh, it's all a dream or anything like that. It's really, <laughs> it's really, really, really well written and really just a fantastic episode. Um, so that's number five. Number four is episode one, Simpsons roasting on an open fire, man. Wow. A little low on the, lower on the list than I expected. Okay. It was, but there's some good holiday episodes, you know. There is. Um, Let's see. Number three is Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. Okay. Which is my most underrated. Uh, number two, Way of the Dog. Oh, my God, Brandon. Yeah, okay. man. I, that episode really hit me, man. <laughs> man really I'm me. so happy to hear that. Anyone that is watching Ask me again in a year, though. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyone that's watching or listening, watch that episode tonight. After so we're done good. with this podcast, watch Get that episode. A cup of hot cocoa. Sit down and yeah. watch it. Get and ready to cry. I mean, bring some yeah, tissues. bring some tissues. I bet a lot of people have missed that episode, not only because it's it's modern and maybe some people have just missed out on some of those, but it because it doesn't air around Christmas time. It falls in a weird place. Easy one to miss, but written by the great Carolyn Amine, who I love and who is basically responsible, uh, according to Matt Selman, for this most recent Treehouse of Horror that everyone loved. Yes. So if you love Carolyn, you got to go watch The Way of the Dog. Uh, there is a certain quality to her episodes and it is all over this one. And, uh, it's just a really special one, man. It always, uh, just really, dog. really hurts. Yeah. Blazing. It is called the way of the dog. It's the last episode of season 31. So there you go. Yeah. And then uh, number one, Marge, be not proud. 
which is there the you same go. as yours, I'm sure. Yeah. What are your top five? All right, top five for me. Well, now I feel like I've hyped up Way of the Dog so much that it's too low, but it's my number five. Uh, oh. big, yo, first of all, big shout out to Shortbox, uh, Botter in the building. So look at that. I, I got to give up. him some special love. I've missed a lot of names, but I got to. Gotta say what's up to Botter. So there you go. All right. So Way of the Dog is my number five. Uh, and I honestly, now I'm thinking I should bump it up, Brandon, honestly. Because <laughs> it is that good. Uh, so but good. It, but I think even top five is is shows you all how great it is. So Way of the Dog, season 31 is my number five. Number four, Holidays of Future Pass hey. from season 23. Come on. I mean. I I talked about this episode for almost two hours this week, so go listen to that. Yeah, yeah, uh, it yeah. rules. It's so good. Uh, so go listen to that. Number three, Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. So I agree. It's nice. uh, often overlooked. It's in, it's in the number three spot. Number two, Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire. Now, the reason I put this so high, uh, I think in another world, it might not actually get the number two spot. Even though I think it's a perfect episode, but I just think that there are potentially better Christmas episodes, obviously, because it's not number one, uh, but it is special. And, you know, it is the reason. Uh, yeah, even though it's not, we should talk about this for a second. Even though it wasn't intended to be the premiere, uh, it was, it was, th- there were a lot of mistakes that happened on other episodes that caused it to be the premiere, but I think it is perfect that it did end up being the premiere. So it is a, obviously holds a very special place in my heart, Brandon's heart, everyone's heart. So I, I might've given it a little bit of, you know, favoritism, um, yeah, yeah, a little, a little bit of a nostalgic boost. Man, I didn't realize that, uh, I didn't realize it wasn't intended to be the premiere because they do so much setup in there. They do that thing that shows do in the first season where they like have a little bit of exposition to let you know a thing about a character from time to time. Cause the the audience, but if you can imagine a world where the audience isn't familiar with who the Simpsons are, you know they have to yeah. introduce the characters, and they it feels like they do that. It's it's really interesting. Yeah. So this is live, and I'm drawing a total blank. But what is the name? Uh, someone in the chat. What is the name of the episode with the babysitter bandit? Why am I forgetting the name of that episode? Life on the Oh my gosh. Yes. What? No, it's not. Yeah. No. I can't think of what it's called. I'm draw this again. This is live, everybody. <laughs> I, I'm just drawing a blank, but you know the episode I'm talking about. Someone's going to come through with it. Um, yep. So, uh, you know, that was intended to be the first episode. And if you go back and watch it, there is no Santa's Little Helper in that episode. It's the only episode of The Simpsons. Whoa. With That's no huge. Santa's Little Helper. So there you go. Oh. And because we're live, I can't do anything can't about this. I believe do. my wife's AirPods just connected. There we go. Can you there hear me you now? are. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Someone else's AirPod. My wife's AirPods just connected. So there you go. Some oh, enchanted nice. evening. Thank you, chimp. That is what it is called. Um, and there must nice. be like a slight delay, which would make sense uh, because now, now everyone's saying that. Thank you, Trey. Thank you, chimp. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Um, some enchanted evening. That is what it's called. Season um, one, episode thirteen. Yeah. So that is you know that was intended to be the first episode. Uh, it came back with a lot of problems. And, uh, so they had to like really, uh, replan and, uh, that is why they ended yeah. up premiering the, the Christmas episode first. It was supposed to premiere like, you know, uh, I want to say like 
August or something. It was supposed to premiere much earlier. Whoa. So it got, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is, push that is why. Push the whole show back. That's push the whole show back. But I, I think we can all agree, I'm glad it did in some weird way. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think the fact that the show starts on Christmas, which is, you know, the best holiday, uh, makes it makes it better. So I'm, I'm glad that that happened. The best holiday. Halloween's the best holiday. Uh, Brandon, do you get presents <laughs> on Halloween? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, you get in there. It's candy. It comes. You just go anywhere and ask somebody for it. It's amazing. Well, I can I can get candy anytime. <laughs> I mean, I love Halloween. Make no mistake. But I'm Christmas through and through, baby. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, you're wearing a Santa hat. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, because this is as much as you're allowed to dress up on Christmas. On okay. Halloween, I can dress up as All anything. Right. Hey, okay. funny enough, your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, Brandon. I, you know what? That's fine. Not that those but either answer is acceptable. Halloween, <laughs> Christmas, either one's acceptable. If you say Thanksgiving's your favorite holiday, just leave. Just get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone can leave. Um AirPods just connected again. All right. Are oh, you there? I lost can you. you again. Hear me? Oh, I'm back. There you are, back. <laughs> um, it sounds like someone's Emily. Like if you can hear me, just stop trying up. to use your AirPods because it's just <laughs> throwing me all off. Um, <laughs> so there oh, you I go. I got a vote for uh, Halloween down there. Yeah, Thank see, you. there, there's some love for Halloween in there. Uh, shout out to my mom, uh, who I just realized was here. So she's agreeing with you, Brandon. There you go. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and of course, I, you know, number one for me on my top five. Is Marge be not proud? That goes without saying. I said it was my favorite. Um, so there you go. Uh, just the perfect episode. What else can I say about it? Um, if you if you have a friend that's never seen The Simpsons and you need to get them into it, just start them there, and uh, yeah, they'll be good. Uh, some uh, no sound. Am I good now? Can everyone hear me? I can hear you. Okay, we're good then. So there you go. And I do, you know, being me. Um, I I made some honorable mentions because I can't do Oh, I got some too. I'm glad. I can't yeah, <laughs> I can't do a top 5 without having a couple more. Uh so honorable mentions for me, Kill Gill Volume 1 and 2 from season 18. Um a a really funny episode with a a terrible name, but it is a great episode if anyone hasn't seen it. It's based around Gill um they feel sorry for Gill. They sort of take him in. It does not go well. And, you know, it's just a very funny episode. It actually goes way, it goes, oh, <laughs> I just lost you again. <laughs> You're back. Emily, you got to stop trying to use your AirPods. I can't, <laughs> I can't do anything about it. I can't forget them. I'm in the middle of a live stream. Uh, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to not use your AirPods. I, this, <laughs> and this is live. So this all stays in. Um, I, I love you. Uh, if you can hear me. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Gil Gil volumes one and two from season 18. That's pretty um, rad. I just saw that today for the first time. And that was a, it was a really, I mean, Gil, I feel like has always just been a character that you see for less than 10 seconds, you know? Yeah. So it was nice that I, I actually enjoyed having a whole episode around him. Sometimes those, those uh, just side characters, it, it can get a little grating if you have a full episode with them. But I really li- I liked having a whole episode with Gil. And uh, it was really, really funny. I love that whole – the whole concept of it's pretty good too. I love the way yeah. it goes through the whole year. <laughs> and you and you see a different side of Gil. You see that Gil's actually a pretty nice guy. He's just a mooch. So like he, yeah. he, he tries to be a good guy. He's just really got it bad, man. Which makes him a great <laughs> salesman because he's really good at – 
pushing pushovers into uh, <laughs> letting them stay a little bit longer. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So other than that, I also have two more runner ups and that is, I won't be home for Christmas from season 26 um, written by one. Al Jean, sort of a classic uh, Simpsons episode premise. Like Homer uh, really does try to do the right thing, but he's, but he ends up being a moron uh, or he ends up being tricked. I shouldn't even call him a moron. He kind of gets tricked by Mo. He pisses <laughs> off Marge. She's had enough. She tells him to leave. It's like, you know, it's it's a really boiled down classic Simpsons story. Uh, that's very funny and very Christmassy. So I always recommend that one to people. Very good. Uh, and then lastly, and this is, this might surprise some of you. Maybe it won't. Uh, this is the most recent Christmas episode, and I really, really love it. I watched it again today. It's very funny. And that is a Springfield summer Christmas for Christmas from season 32, which is just a total, uh, a total parody of like Hallmark movies and bad Christmas movies and bad holiday movies in general. And they find a way to highlight that. While it's still, while, while it feels like a normal episode, they highlight it. It feels like a normal episode, but it also feels different in a way that is very fun. You got some great guest stars. You got Ellie Kemper in there. Uh, just an all around great, very funny, unique Christmas episode. So there you go. Yeah, that's a good, well, actually I haven't seen that one. I need to check that one out. Um, you'll love it, but I, I, uh, so I have a runner up, um, the fight before Christmas, is one of my runner-ups. I I like that it is four stories, almost like a treehouse a little bit. Yep. But really what gets it for me, the, the three three of those stories are good, but one of them I really love, and that was just seeing The Simpsons as Muppets. Like, Oh, yeah. Seeing The Simpsons as Muppets, and the Muppets were so beautifully made. There were some <laughs> great Muppet jokes in there. I, I would watch a whole episode of The Simpsons as Muppets, so that, yeah. one, that one wins me over just for that. Um, I don't even really remember what the story is. I was just so excited to see them as Muppets. That's all that yeah. really mattered to me. <laughs> uh, so basically, they it's a short one. They're going to go on vacation to Hawaii and Burns That's finds right. out. And it's That's like right. really ridiculous. But that one's I very love, fun. I love the Mr. Burns Muppet. Yeah. The way he's modeled is just wonderful. It's great. There's some <laughs> there's some really good stuff in that episode. That one also, it almost made the list. There are a couple moments in it that I don't love, but overall it's a great episode and it's Yeah. I like that it plays with the timelines like you said sort of like a treehouse. Very very good episode. I love the tree shaped like Marge's face at the top. That's really great. Um yeah. some really good stuff. Also Krusty uh, as Santa. You got to love that. Yes, it's so good. Um I also really liked the the Nightmare After Christmas. It's a yeah. good good runner up for me. Um, I love I just love a Krusty the Clown episode. I can't think of a Krusty the Clown episode that I don't love. They're all yeah. just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well that one so that one also almost made my honorable mentions list, but then I was like, Warren, you're gonna just mention all of them. So that yeah, that's yeah. another one I had <laughs> to get point. It's I told a myself, slippery slope. <laughs> I could only make three honorable mentions, so it did make the cut, but I love that one as well. Um I would say if I had to say if someone made me name one that I don't love and I actually like it less every time I watch it, it's white Christmas blues. I watched that one again this year that one. and it's, it, they turn their house into an Airbnb because the tire fire and the nuclear plant make it to where there's like an anomaly to where they have something like snow. So they're the only place in the, in the world with snow uh, at the time. <laughs> and so all these people travel there and they end up renting their rooms out at like an Airbnb, like a bed and breakfast. And it's just, 
it, it has good jokes in it. Something feels off about it. Don't necessarily love it. I'd say my least favorite is uh, Skinner's Sense of Snow because it's not a a holiday episode. It's listed as one. It has the yeah. little bumper at the beginning, but like it just has snow. Yeah. Oh, it has yeah. the thing at the end too, you know, Lisa says, yeah, you know, yeah. Merry Christmas from the Simpsons. But but again though, if we think Mr. Plow is a Christmas episode, isn't Skinner Sense of Snow also? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there, you know. <laughs> Um, that makes me wonder what's the, oh yeah, go on. Oh oh, yeah. Chimp says they need to, they need to do a playlist of just Simpsons episode on Disney plus if they haven't already. So they used to have a Christmas playlist and it's gone. I don't know what happened. It used to be there. Um, I didn't see it this year, so I don't understand. Maybe, maybe they didn't have the list right, or they had some of the weird ones on there and people complained and they just haven't fixed it. I don't know, but I swear there used to be one. I don't know if anybody else remembers that, but it was there. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. Shout out to everyone coming through again. Too many names. I've missed like, I've missed like 17 of them. So if you're joining right now, uh, this is a live podcast that will be on the podcast feed next week for Simpsons is greater than, and I'm probably just going to leave it here anyway. Uh, cause sometimes people like watching this stuff. So I'll leave it on the feed. So there you go. Um, so what do you say, uh, we read responses? Cause that's what this is really all about. Yeah, let's do it. I'm dying um, to hear what people say. Some great, great responses. Once again, I had too many and I knew that I couldn't list them all because if I just read the comments, we'd be here until, you know, yeah. we'd be here for another two hours. <laughs> but there were a lot of really great ones, a lot of really well thought out explanations of why. Uh, so let's just get into it. I'm going to read this first one uh, from Tombot Toys. Shout out to Tombot. Uh, he says his favorite is Marge Be Not Proud. So there you go. He's correct. Uh, because it's operating at the height of Simpsons heart and humor jokes are not only laugh out loud, but most often support or bolster the story points as opposed to being just throwaways watching Bart deal with the repercussions of his actions and Marge deal as a parent touches on so many relatable human moments and emotions that it is maybe one of the best examples of how this show can get you to really feel for these goofy looking yellow cartoons. Tom. Could not agree That's with you more. Beautifully put. Very Just well said. Nailed Tom. it. Maybe we need yeah. to get Tom on the podcast. Yeah, maybe Tom. <laughs> I mean, Tom, I'm telling you, Tom is Tom is a pal uh, of the show, a pal of mine, and he needs a podcast. He knows what he's talking about. Well spoken. Okay. Great stuff. Uh, and Brandon, you're gonna love this. His underrated or most underrated is Holidays of Future Pass. Nice. Uh, actually, no, it's not. Oh. Tom with the Tom with the fake out. So this is I'll read it verbatim. I love Holidays of Future Past, but I don't know if I consider it underrated. I think my vote has to go to I Won't Be Home for Christmas, Uh as we just talked about. So there you go. Um, Again, we get a family member disappointing Marge. This time it's Homer, and technically it's Moe's fault, he says. And while the jokes aren't as laugh out loud, except for maybe Willie's don't need it, I got me Starbucks napkins. (laughs) 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 And there's no... And there's no huge lesson learned. The story rolls out in a way that you understand where both Marge and Homer are coming from, rooting for their reconciliation. Also, Homer's interaction with Flanders is such a tender, feel-good holiday moment. Homer's delivery of, you're all right, stupid Flanders, gets me every time. Uh, And shout out to the Christmas cookie Easter egg earlier in the episode. Uh, And his runner-up is Tis the 30th Season. So Tom had a lot of thoughts on this. So great answers, Tom. I love that. 
Thank you, Tom. Um, up next, we have LCW92. I believe I'm saying that correctly, or Elec W92. Um, their favorite is Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. So I nice. love getting that different answer. Uh, she says, I love the dichotomy of Bart in this episode. It's so pure and sweet that he is so eager for presence. He does the whole water drinking strategy and then watching him play with his fire truck is unmatched. I do agree. That's an awesome, an awesome scene. It's very funny the way it's, it's a very pure moment of him as a child. Um, I love any scenes of Bart where we are reminded he really is just a sweet little kid. Then that is contrasted by the fact that he's gone against Marge and unwrapped presents early. And then of course, destroys Christmas. Love the family cover-up element. Any episode that uses the plot device where the town turns against the Simpsons is classic for me. Great, yes. great episode. Oh, and Homer stealing the tree from the forest gets me every time. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Super good. I'm glad that episode does get, I mean, again, uh, Brandon said it was his most underrated. Um, it's easy to like forget about it. It's also easy to not think of it as underrated, but I, I think some people just sort of forget that it exists until yeah. holiday time. I talk about Marge Be Not Proud year round. I don't talk about Miracle on Evergreen Terrace year round. Yeah, absolutely. It's so it's gotta oh, mean man. something. When that tree melts and uh Maggie's little present is melting in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. good. <laughs> so good. Um, they also say their underrated episode is I love White Christmas Blues from season 25. So they disagree oh, yeah, with me. That's okay. It. Um, a modern classic, in my opinion. So I'm 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 happy to be disagreed with. I, you know, I'm glad there's love for that episode. Um, I don't hate it. Just feels a little strange. They say so many great jokes and niche characters. I was obsessed with the couple from Wisconsin. Bart and Lisa turning into B and B staff was great. I love the decor and vibe of 742 as it's filled with guests and became overrun by Christmas. I do agree. That is nice. The chaos and claustrophobia of the scenes as more and more tourists poured in and Marge being close to a breaking point, put the whole time close to breaking point. The whole time just added a real fever pitch kind of feel slept on for sure. I do think that that is a good answer for underrated, regardless of what I said, because it is definitely one that most people don't talk about. So, you know, don't just listen to me, go give this one a watch. Maybe you all love it. So there you go. I'm going to have to watch it. I'll be the yeah. I'll be the decider who's right. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon's <laughs> Brandon's smart. I trust him to tell me if I'm wrong. Um <laughs> up next we have Joe Fu 22. Shout out to Joe. They say favorite is definitely Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Decision made purely on nostalgia. So, I, you know, that answer was Fair. short and sweet, but I liked it because it was like, no, I got no deep reason. I just think, you know, it is the one. So I got to say, nostalgia is a good enough reason, especially when it's really strong, you know, it's literally the reason it's my number two. So I, I, I agree with Joe. I feel yeah. Joe on that. Um, most underrated for Joe is tis the 30th season. So here we go. Someone else mentioning that episode. Also really great. I like this one because the family really has good intentions. Marge wants to create a perfect Christmas. The rest of the family fake enthusiasm to make a terrible trip bearable for Marge. Now that is also really good. So for those that don't know this episode, they go, they want to treat Marge to a vacation to Florida. 
and they expect it to be really beautiful. They end up staying in sort of a rundown resort and the weather's really gross. Um, uh, you know, I, I can relate. I live in Florida and, (laughs) (laughs) and, but the family does have really good intentions. So Joe is correct. Like they want Marge to be happy so bad in this episode and they don't leave Florida until they get her to admit that she is having a terrible time. So then they're like, Oh my God, let's get out of here. So it does come together really nice. Very fun. He says, plus I I like the episodes. I love a Marge episode. He says, plus I like the episodes where Homer is a good guy. Uh, he may be an imbecile, but his intentions are good. And in this one, he really gets behind Marge. Great modern episode. We also get a great Shoilet gag. There is a so in their hotel, uh, it's so <laughs> small that the toilet is inside the shower, oh, and they call it a Shoilet. 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 <laughs> so that's fantastic. I, I'm, yeah, I'm happy to see that episode get some love, especially not only because it's recent, but because it is very unique. Uh, especially in the Simpsons episode, Christmas episode space, it stands out. It's unlike any other one. Uh, they're in Florida. So there you go. There's no snow. It's not nice. It's rainy and gross. Um, up next, we have Chimp the Collector. I know Chimp is in here. Shout out to Chimp. Um, the Simpsons Christmas special will always be my favorite. Of course, he's talking about Simpsons roasting on an open fire. It is a simple yet sweet story that picks in everything a Christmas special should have. Homer didn't have any money since Bart had to get his tattoo removed and he had no Christmas bonus. So he took it upon himself to work as hard as he could to provide a good Christmas for the family. It was very sweet and one of the first great gestures we would see of Homer in the show. Now, this is a great point that Chimp makes because Homer is often the problem. He's often screwing up or doing something dumb. But right out the gate, we do see Homer want to do something great for his family. So I, that's something that's easy to forget about because we see so many different sides of Homer the same way we see different sides of everyone. But in this first episode, he, he, he can't bring himself to let his family down. So that's a great point Jim makes. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's interesting seeing Homer be like more just down on your luck. Can't catch a break guy as opposed to, you know, just an imbecile. Um, yeah. Yeah, Homer. Homer's very tame in that first episode. I, I, we, you and I were texting about it. There's a little glimpse of Ralph in the first episode, and it is like the most <laughs> normal Ralph ever will be. He's just he yeah. doesn't have the voice really, but it's it's the character for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they might not even have had named him yet at that point, but it's the most normal Ralph that there will ever. It's the smartest Ralph that there ever will be. I mean, <laughs> even even Skinner in that episode. I always talk about how he's like so painfully normal. Like he's yeah. like, you know, he's just so corny in a way that's almost unique to like yeah. him as the show goes on. So I, I really, really love that. And, uh, and Mo with the different color hair, I, that always gets me the different color <laughs> hair. Mo. <laughs> so good. Um, chimp also says that I feel holidays of future past is very underrated. So, you know, we're seeing differing opinions on that. I like it. The future storyline was a great decision, and even though the main focus is not Christmas itself, it is more focused on family and reconnecting everyone together in a great way. We also see what the people of Springfield have been up to, and it's always great to see. I couldn't agree more, Chimp. That's why I talked about it for an hour and 45 minutes last this week, or last week, yeah. whatever, whenever you listen to this. <laughs> whenever, whenever that was. Yeah, whenever that was. Great episode. If you haven't listened to um, us break down that episode and really go into it, that should be the next one you listen to after this. Yeah, it was fun. 
Once again, shout out to everyone coming in. Uh, Senor Combs, Suave Gore, Tinder P710, Grass and Glass Shop, Alex Danino, uh, everyone, welcome, welcome. Uh, this is a live podcast, so if you want to listen back to this later, it'll be on the podcast feed. You can also listen to it right here when we're done. I think I'm just going to leave it on the feed. I wasn't sure, but why not just leave it on the feed? I guess if someone wants to watch it, they can watch the whole hour and a half. Who cares? So up next we have one, and I'm just going to, I'm going to show a little bit of favoritism here. Uh, every time I prompt a question on the podcast, my man, Scott Stapp, lead singer of Creed chimes in. Now don't confuse him with the actual lead singer of Creed. That is just a fantastic, very long screen name. I cannot remember your real name. <laughs> I cannot I like, remember what? your real name. But this screen name always cracks me up. They've always had really good feedback, really good questions. <laughs> Do they have the so blue verified check mark? <laughs> they paid the $8 for the blue verified check mark. I don't think I would read something from the actual Scott Stapp. But anyway, this screen name is, is fantastic. Uh, they say for their favorite, they say, Wow, shocker that I got to say, Marge, be not proud. I think you've mentioned it on the pod before, how it's the my little bitty Barty part and how legitimate of a very sweet moment that is. The whole episode just makes you feel so much. And I think the Mr. Funny voice bit is probably one of my top Simpsons jokes (laughs) of all time. Uh, I completely agree. Uh, Realizing that it's just air, fantastic joke. (laughs) Funny enough, said you welcome them with arms wide open. <laughs> right as you were drinking. <laughs> Shout out to Punny. Yes, enough. I do. I welcome <laughs> questions with arms wide open. Uh, that is absolutely correct. Diaclon eighty three. It's me, Marie. It's me, Mario. Hayden's VHS. Welcome everybody. I should have been reading more names. I'm trying to. I'm trying to welcome people in. Uh, the second part of Scott's answer for most underrated, uh, he says, I think an underrated episode as far as one I like that I never really hear people bring up is Grift of the Magi. Uh, it was tough to choose between this and Miracle on Evergreen Terrace, but I just love the bits and Magi. Millhouse explaining them jumping on the bed and in wigs and in women's clothes <laughs> as being drunk. I did like that. I did like while that. Bart groans in pain. The Christmas caroling to cover up the funzos being stolen. And of course, Gary Coleman. I could go on and on about it, but personally, I feel like it holds up with the classic Simpsons Christmas episodes. And also, just a small fun fact, my mom worked with Gary Coleman for quite a while when she was younger. If I remember correctly, they modeled kitchenware slash supplies, showed me some photos once. Wow. (laughs) So maybe this is the real Scott Stapp. Who knows? (laughs) Sounds like he's got some connections. (laughs) <laughs> the uh the gary coleman thing reminded me of something i took note of when i was watching all the episodes this past day and that's that like there was four maybe five christmas episodes that had dredrick tatum in it why do they always will dredrick tatum out for the christmas episodes it's very a couple of them he was like a major a major plot point in even yeah or some of the other ones he was just standing off on the side randomly in a scene there's he's like their good luck uh christmas I feel like I needed a Dredrick Tatum uh, Christmas ornament for my tree. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Never even thought about it, but that is true. He shows it's up a lot. Strange. He did. Yeah, yeah, just in the Christmas shows up ones. Pretty often. Yeah. Um, Lando 006, Kenyo Torres, Mac and Squeeze, Air 99, Innovated Hate. Welcome. 
Uh, Mac and Squeeze says, happy Simpson anniversary. I mean, shout out to you, Mac and Squeeze. Mac and Squeeze has also submitted some great questions in the past. I, I remember that screen name. Uh, we're here celebrating Mac and Squeeze. We're celebrating Simpsons Day by recording a live Simpsons Christmas podcast. Shake those bells, Brandon. Let's go. Um, there you go. So, uh, up next, uh, we have Kaysen Rogers, um, who says, I seem to be in the minority here, but my favorite might be holidays of future past. I've always been a huge fan of future episodes and this one definitely packs a punch. It's pretty hilarious from end to end. And the scene where Bart and Lisa getting drunk in the treehouse is such a sweet, heartwarming siblings moment. I mean, that's something yeah. Brandon and I talked a lot about in that episode. Not only do I think it's one of the best Christmas episodes, but I certainly think it's one of the best of the HD Simpsons era that I'd put up against any one of the classics. Now that's a hard claim and I dig it. Um, and based on looking at the comments, it might have to be my vote for most underrated as well. So that's so good. That's fair. Hard to argue with that. Great points. Yeah. I, I said about 17 times in our two hour conversation about it. It's a modern classic. It's just, perfect it's so good yeah so good you're not gonna go wrong if you think you're not gonna like it just trust me and go watch it when you're done with this go watch holidays of future past go watch the way of the dog and then you can come back to me later and say warren thank you so much for saying that maybe watch way of the dog first or you could sandwich it you know oh yeah I'm back. Later. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe watch way of the dog first. Yeah. Something happened. Maybe watch way of the dog first and then, you know, watch that afterwards to cheer you up because yeah. you know, you, you're going to be a little bummed out and you'll feel yeah, it's better. Like a Pixar. It's like, it. it's like the first 20 minutes up. Well, I don't know if it's that, that, that emotional, but it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Very, very good. Okay. Up next, uh, Andy K guitar. Shout out to Andy. He says, I'm going to say my favorite is Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. Between the car and the lake exploding, Marge on Jeopardy, and then the whole house being robbed by the town as restitution, leaving them with only a washcloth, it's definitely funny and a great story that doesn't end well for The Simpsons, which is a great, quoting David Merkin, screw you to the audience. Um, so I forgot I, about the March on Jeopardy moment. That moment's so great. <laughs> I asked you if you understood the rules and you said that you did. <laughs> yeah. She's not getting the home version. I tell no, you that. <laughs> she ain't getting the home version. That's a great one. Uh, underrated episode for Andy is dude. Where's my ranch. Now this is the first time I saw this answer and it's great. I, this is also a very underrated episode. I will agree because it's not full on Christmas, but you got a lot of Christmas in there and there's a lot of funny jokes. David Byrne is a great guest star and you can tell, and you can't tell me that you don't sing Mo, 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 How Do You Like Me with that song. And I got to say, Andy, I do. So there you go. <laughs> great, great episode. Very underrated. I agree. All right, let's see how many, do, I got a lot left guys. We're going to keep it moving. Um, Andrew Lowry says, I think Marge Be Not Proud will always be the best Christmas episode, even without any knowledge of The Simpsons. It's a very simple story about losing your childhood and letting your family down, yet it still manages to have a very sweet and heartfelt ending. Now, again, when I prompted these questions, I did not expect so many people to agree and say Marge Be Not Proud. I remember back in the day when I would talk about how it was my favorite and how I liked it more than the premiere, a lot of people were like, what are you, nuts? 
Uh, like <laughs> you think nostalgia. it's better than the premiere, but it it really is a perfect episode. And based on these responses, a lot of people agree with that. Uh, not saying that anyone who doesn't agree is wrong. I'm just saying it is. I, I'm well, happy to see so to many seem people. Like maybe they are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to see so many people uh, that Big Marge be not proud. Perfect episode. Dear God, we got to change Maggie. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we got to change, change that Maggie. tape. I got to change that tape. <laughs> Uh, also, I I was, is is Lisa in Camp Granada? <laughs> <laughs> also, that is a real tape. Just so for those that don't know, um, yeah. that is a real song. Yeah. Uh, the Camp Granada song, terrible. So they really, you know, took him down a peg. <laughs> uh, also, didn't realize that the chat wasn't scrolling for a while. So shout out to Young Tuna Fish, Trouble Cliffs, uh, Real Chad, Glitter Pink Pump, everyone that's joined. Uh, my phone was just stuck for like forty five seconds. <laughs> yeah okay so some people knew about the song that's good uh andrew also says for their underrated i find she of little faith to be extremely underrated the whole opening with the church's oh, yeah. destruction and the commercialization of it is so funny and it changed lisa's character in such a significant way that is a good point it yeah, does add an one. element it does add an element to lisa that you know sticks with her uh and that they bring up you know moving forward so that's a cool it's a cool tie-in yeah, it had a uh, the Carl joke killed me too. Where it's like, Carl, you're a Buddhist, and he's like, Of course I'm a Buddhist. If I wasn't, I would be losing my shit on all of you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say shit, but <laughs> yeah, so good, so good. Uh, so that is like, you know, it's, it's, it's a great one, and we didn't get that answer a lot. So I'm happy to see good. Uh, the switch up. All right, up next we got Kyle Comics. Um, once again, we got Marge. Be not proud is not just the best Christmas episode, but probably top three best of the whole series. Highly agree, Kyle. It encompasses everything that's great about the show. It has the humor and jokes juxtaposed with true, real-life heart and human condition. Marge is exactly like my own mother in this episode. Also, Gene Tierney saying catfish as opposed to capiche <laughs> is amazing too. All-time classic. Um, they said Gene Tierney. I believe it is Lawrence Tierney. Maybe Gene is another name. Uh, Kyle, not trying to credit you. I just want to make sure I get that right. I think it's Lawrence Tierney, if I'm not mistaken. So there you go. Um, Kyle says for their underrated episode, the most underrated Christmas episode, in my opinion, is probably she of little faith. So we're getting that again. Um, most because mostly because, and I think most agree that it's around this season that most diehard fans started to give up faith, no pun intended, on the show's quality. But this episode in particular has very good heart as well, as well, like Marge Be Not Proud, not many jokes, not many jokes as that, not as many jokes as that episode, but a true message about how commercialized Christianity and Christmas can be. Also, good Richard Gere cameo, and I love when The Simpsons keep continuity in their show, i.e. Lisa being a Buddhist. So very yeah, good. good. I dig that. Uh, shout out to Masturbato, Alice, Ali Torres, O2, Tullamore Dude, uh, period T underscore TV, everyone coming in. Welcome. Um, so yeah, I mean, she had little faith. I, I didn't even really consider this as a runner up, but it, he, these people make some great points. Kyle and Andrew making me reconsider that. Good episode. And I lost my place. I really should have let Brandon uh, read some of these. I, know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even send them to Brandon. I was in there like getting lost. Okay. Up next, 
believe in mistakes, writes in and says, Marge Be Not Proud is better from a performance, visual, and script standpoint than any of the others. Whoa. Uh, The animation is hitting its 2D stride. The VAs have all found what works for these characters, and the writing about not just Christmas, but about the love a boy has for his mother and vice versa, Bart steals due to peer pressure for something he wants, and it turns out to not even be something that stays a big deal to his peers a mere day or two after he tries to steal it. It also speaks to Bart's growth as a character. I could go on and on, but won't for the sake of you reading this. And believe in mistakes, I agree. I mean, I didn't intend for this to be so much about Marge Be Not Proud, but everything you're saying is fully what I, excuse me, is fully what I say all the time when I explain this episode. Brandon, talk. I'm going to drink some water. (laughs) You got got what I had the other day. (laughs) Yeah, Marge Be Not Proud is so great. Um, I think that it coming up this much is pretty much sealing the deal that it is the, the best. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so good. Now, is it the best Christmas episode or is it just the best episode? Because I'm, I stand by both. I mean, it's a pretty solid, just great episode of the Simpsons. It's not, you know, like the tree houses are great and I love the tree houses, but they lean on the fact that they are tree houses. You know, they almost, they almost exist in their own timeline and that sort of thing. But March Be Not Proud just is a great episode. I actually yeah. forget that it's a Christmas episode often. Um, it's just Bart stealing and getting caught. And then it's, oh, yeah. yeah, Christmas is a big part of it. Yeah. And I mean, come on. If you don't think about the snowman all the yeah. time, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So as for their most underrated, they said Skinner's sense of snow is so underrated. Sorry, Brandon. Um, <laughs> it's funny in both a a. It's funny in both a situational and a writing standpoint. This era had a lot of down-to-earth episodes, and it was a breath of fresh air to get something a bit more wacky that still had heart and fantastic jokes within it. Skinner in the dodgeball sack, Bart screaming, Diddy Mao, and who could forget the Christmas that almost wasn't but then was? It was a to- <laughs> it was a total shot at 1966's terrible Christmas musical, The Christmas That Almost Wasn't. That is my favorite Whoa. joke in that episode. I, I really, really enjoy uh, Homer and Flanders being frozen in the car together. Absolutely. And also just the animation of how they got frozen and they hit the the fire hydrant and it just freezes immediately and the car is like cantilever like that. It's so, so good. It's so and good. Homer forgets about having a snowplow business, even though he's wearing the jacket <laughs> in the episode. Mr. Plow. Mr. Plow. There we go. Yeah. Uh, the Falls Apart. Estebaton 188. Zack. Ash, Andy, Giorgio Caron, welcome to the podcast. Um, so yeah, I agree with both those answers. Great ones. Skinner Sense of Snow might be underrated. Maybe it's not, but it's still a great episode. Even if it's not fully a Christmas episode, as Brandon said. Go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, up next we have Lainey R. Sexton. And I mean, come on, guys. Marge, be not proud. Uh, once again, it used to depress me, but when, but when I got older... It used to depress me, but when I got older, I empathized more with Marge, realizing that he wants to grow up and how sad she felt that he doesn't want the bedtime Sleepy Train song sang to him anymore. And we can all relate to Bart when you hurt your mom so badly that that's she's not even mad, she's just disappointed comes in and how desperate you become to make it up to her. It's a beautiful Christmas redemption story. He finally gave his mom a picture of him that she could be proud of. Man, that's a great point. 
all across yeah. the, actually several great points, but that yeah. whole feeling of like feeling like you let your parents down, you know, we've all been there. You did a thing. Yeah. It, it almost, they're not even mad. It's not that you are worried about being in trouble anymore. It's like you've crossed a threshold that you might never be able to go back. You might never be able to like, I don't know, have that same sort of feeling with your parents again. Cause they are, they see you maybe more as a human unless it's their kid or something. It's very, uh, man, it really hits on that. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely agree. Um, for underrated, now this surprised me. Uh, they said Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Uh, now this, let's see what they say. They say this episode is almost too real. Uh, there's nothing quite so crushing for parents as not being able to provide the Christmas their children are hoping for. But in the end, they learn the true meaning of Christmas and make their family whole with Santa's little helper. I like Grandpa playing the piano at the end, and they all sing while the snow falls. It's raw and perfect. Um, can't argue with that, Laney. <laughs> can't argue with that at all. Great stuff. What else can you say? Um, Steven, I wrote this because I just liked uh, how short and to the point this was. Steven says... Stephen BFLA, to be more specific. Same for both. A Springfield summer Christmas for Christmas. Just a good Springfield Townie episode with a fun parody mixed in. So I put this one in uh, because, I, again, you got to go watch that episode, everybody. A great modern episode and very, very funny. Uh, you can't beat it. Um, Man. I got so many more. All right, I'm just going to I'm just going <laughs> to plow through them. Okay. All right, we're just we're going. For Laco says, "Marge be not proud would be my favorite despite the multiple throwaway lines. I say daily like mom, Bart smoking or ball is in parking lot. Would you like to play again? You have selected <laughs> no. Uh, at some point we have all disappointed our parents like Bart, so it's a very relatable story and that awful feeling of knowing they're not mad. Their disappointment, which is worse. Totally agree. Underrated for me, Forlaco says, is Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. Again, so many great lines. Homer crying, saying, can we skip church? Always cracks me up. <laughs> and Homer throwing the snowball at Homer and Marge, just saying, Homer. Um, and and I'm, I know they meant Millhouse. <laughs> they throw the snowball at Millhouse, but there you go. Great one. Uh, Glowfigure says, Marge Be Not Proud is my favorite Christmas episode. There is some great comedy with Millhouse and the kid who bosses his mom around. Bart learns a Christmas lesson. I'm surprised we never got a World of Springfield figure of Bart from this episode. Great point, Glow figure. I agree. Uh, the episode also has one of the best post-episode gags as Bart plays Lee Carvello's putting challenge. And they say Merry Christmas. Thank you, Glow. Right back at you. Um, and for underrated... They said, I think the Mr. Plow episode is a little underrated and often gets overlooked. It is more of a winter episode, but I always make sure to include that one in my Christmas Simpsons viewings. Mr. Plow, that's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. Yes, Mr. Plow. So, yeah, you're not wrong, Glow. Um, Chris Astwood Dudden says, Simpsons roasting on an open fire is my favorite. I was about four or five years old, and I remember flipping through the TV guide and seeing a yellow cartoon family. I asked my mom if I could watch, and the rest is history. I've watched it pretty much every year since then, and I am now 30. Uh, so there you go. I mean, if it, especially if you have that nostalgic tie to it, um, you can't get away from it. So totally understand that. Um, for their underrated, they say Grift of the Magi. I don't know why, but in my circles, this one didn't capture anyone else. 
I really enjoyed this episode and still occasionally watch it today. Growing up when Furbies was a craze meant I knew exactly how big this toy was and both girls and boys really wanted one. One part of the episode that lives in my head rent-free will always be the molten, furless Funzo screaming love. Love the podcast (laughs) and think your collection is rad. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Chris. Very nice of you to say. Uh, I'm glad that you listen to the podcast and I'm glad you love the collection. Um, up oh. next, I think I've only got a couple more. I, 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 more than I thought made the cut. So, uh, up next, Beatbox Hobbit says, favorite Christmas episode is Marge Be Not Proud. Just a perfect <laughs> there episode. Again. There it is again. Just a perfect episode with the extra goodness of being a Christmas special as well. Too many great quotes and moments. One of my favorites being Detective Don Brodka calling Bart's home and having a full-on conversation with the answering machine. Uh, <laughs> Such a subtle joke. <laughs> so good. And then, then they reinforce it a moment later. It's and then they reinforce it a moment later. That's right. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then all wrapped up in a great and ultimately sweet ending. It also brings back memories of childhood and being completely obsessed with wanting a video game. Not that I ever stole one, but I definitely annoyed my parents for months leading up to Christmas and being on my best behavior. All you had to do was promise me a video game and I was going to I was going to be the nicest kid around Christmas time. Absolutely. Come on, make no mistake. Um Beatbox says they're most underrated. They said it was a tough one but that tis the 15th season. Now I I'm glad someone said it. Also a good episode did not get mentioned in any of these other answers. Uh it's a classic spin on a Christmas tale, but I just love the annoyance of Ned when Homer becomes the nicest man in town. And then the whole town realizing the true meaning of Christmas. It's a great one for Christmas Eve or Christmas morning. And I will always put it on. Surprise. No one else said that episode. It is underrated. Uh, and we have classic jerk ass Homer in this episode. So it's, you see a different side of him. You see a more, you see a side of him that you see jerk ass Homer. So you're seeing more of that, but you also see him want to do the right thing in the end. He just doesn't quite get it, but it ultimately comes together. So again, uh, there were so many great responses and I just want to thank everyone, uh, who chimed in, who took the time to write, you know, their thoughts and, and make picks and, and hang out with us and watch this and, and listen to the podcast in general. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, maybe I should have picked, picked less of them or maybe just talked about them less, but we're all here hanging out. Who cares? Uh, (laughs) so that was fun. And I think it looks like I do. If you can believe it, I have like three more. I'm just going to read one more. Uh, and then we're <laughs> going to wrap it up. Just give me one more, man. Just I'm going to give you one more. Uh, and this is from Mr. Bing Bang. Um, they say, might be controversial, but my answer for both questions is going to be holidays of future past from season 23. Christmas and time travel episodes have always been my favorites. And I think that most people would underrate this episode simply because it is a later one. I've also heard that this episode was written with the intention of being the final episode of the series. Full disclosure, I got this me- this message before our episode had dropped. So uh, Mr. Bing Bang knew what they were talking about. Uh, I think that if it had been, I think if that had been the case, it would have been a really sweet story to end on since it's a Christmas episode and is overflowing with heart. Something that is also true of the first episode of the series. So there you go. Uh, People love Holidays of Future Pass, and people love Marge Be Not Proud. 
That's what I've taken away. Were you surprised by any of the answers? I mean, obviously, March Be Not Proud just came to the came to the top. We did um where we asked the fans, but we didn't do it live on a on an episode. Oh, it was the Halloween one, and the you know the Raven being number one felt like that's what it was going to be even before we read all the answers. So I'm not too surprised about that. But anything anything surprise you? I did not expect so many people to say Marge be not proud. I expected a lot more uh, Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Um, I honestly expected, um, you know, a little more grift of the Magi. I mean, because I've seen that episode get a lot of love. I just Marge be not proud is obviously a classic. It's obviously a favorite of a lot of people. I just didn't expect it to be such an overwhelming answer. And I also did not expect so many you know, diverse underrated responses. I didn't expect so many people to say holidays, of future pa- uh, past. I didn't expect so many people to say modern ones, like tis the 30th season, um, yeah. a Springfield summer Christmas on Christmas. Like I didn't expect those to come through as often as they did. So that was really cool. It's pretty cool uh, for me to see that and to get that feedback. I mean, that just tells me, you know, other episodes that would be fun to dig into next season. Um, so, I mean, that always does something for me, but if there's one thing I want all of you to take away from this, uh, based on mine and Brandon's top five, go watch the way of the dog. Go watch way of the dog. It's so, yeah. so, so good. I have been singing that episode's praises for a long time and I just need people to understand how great it is. So that, that's what I want to be taken away from this. Uh, to definitely watch that uh, episode as soon as you're done. And if you haven't seen Holidays of Future Past, watch that too. If you haven't seen yeah, any of these, watch them. It's Christmas time. You got a week left uh, until Christmas, so watch all of these. I mean, why not? I know it's annoying to have to bounce around through Disney+, Plus, but I believe in you. I know you can do it. <laughs> it ends up being worth it in the end. Make a little playlist or something on your phone. You can download episodes. Just download them to your phone. And then it's kind of like a playlist, so or your yeah. iPad. You can you can do that. Um, Brandon, this was a lot of fun, man. Um, man, I had, I had a couple so of technical difficulties, great. but it's the first live episode I've done on here in a long time. First one with you, and uh, yeah, you know rad. I hope everyone listening had fun. But I had I had a blast. Yeah, absolutely. And real quick, I want to add: if Mister Plow is considered a Christmas episode because of the snow in the winter time, then does that make Mountains of Madness also? A Christmas Oof. episode because that's very wintry. It's also isn't it like a holiday retreat that they're taking everyone I on? I think I think it, it sort feels of feels like it. Yeah, yeah. So and you know they make little uh, almost uh, Nutcracker soldiers, you know, and stuff like that. So that's kind of Christmassy too. I don't know. Brandon, I'm gonna have to go Brandon watch that raises one now. an interesting question: <laughs> Is any is you know almost Anything any Simpsons snow. episode in the snow a Christmas episode? But I mean, there's there's an argument to be made for some of those. So I think yeah, that that's true. an interesting thing to ponder on. Maybe that'll be something we talk about next year. Maybe I'll prompt that question. We'll really yeah, dig into that <laughs> uh, sooner sooner than later. Uh, Brandon, before we go, I will ask you, um, you know, like I said, we got a week until Christmas. If you're listening to this on the podcast feed, you got like three days until Christmas. Do you have anything special uh, for this final week of Christmas? Anything that you do immediately leading up to Christmas that's different from the rest of the month? Oh, man. I mean, we have a lot of stuff special just – you know, this coming week in particular, we're doing uh, Christmas with uh, with my wife's family tomorrow. So we have several kind of mini Christmases leading up to it. And then we're going to be going to Kentucky to spend Christmas with my dad here, uh, Very cool. here at the end of the week. So going to be driving, going to be driving through the cold and all that. It's going to be fun. Looking forward to yeah. it. What Love about that. you, man? Any any big Christmas traditions? 
Uh, nothing too crazy. I mean, I'm obviously I want to I want to bake some Christmas cookies this week. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna watch a lot I made more a cake Simpsons. Today, so. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so I want to you know I just want to really I want to watch as many holiday movies as I can. Uh, for the next your, week, what I feel are your like holiday movies. I don't want to go on too long, but <laughs> so I feel like I'm a little behind this year because I feel like I'm normally already in that zone, but I haven't watched like any of them really. Um, oh, but man. I gotta watch. I gotta watch Elf. I gotta Elf. watch Family Man. I gotta watch Home Alone oh, One and Two. Family Man. Family Man nice, is an underrated. Dude. It would. Be, I could do a whole podcast that about how underrated really Family Man is. <laughs> that movie's <Yes>. intense. <laughs> so yeah, any Nick Cage fans, if you've never seen Family Man, that's like one Family of my favorite. Holiday movies. That's one of my mom's favorite movies of all time is Family Man. It's so, great. Yeah, well it's great. Well. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, there you go. So I got to watch that. I got to watch Elf. I got to watch Home Alones. Um, I really like Why Him? Because I love Brian Cranston. That's like a great oh, modern Christmas movie. Very funny. Uh, just your classic, like, you know, you don't like the guy your daughter's into. Uh, yeah. And anything with Brian Cranston in it, I'm going to watch. So. Yeah. Uh, We're probably going to watch uh, as well. Batman Returns. We've been talking about there it for go. years, watching Batman Returns. Um, so we're going to maybe finally do it this year. Maybe. I Perfect. Maybe. <laughs> and and maybe I'll watch Die Hard too. Throw that on the list. Who can say? Yeah, there you go. That is a Christmas movie. It is. It is. Um, but, I mean, that's, you know, what are your go-tos? I'll ask you that before we go. Oh, man. Elf, of course. I love me some Elf. I also, like, one of my favorite, I know Thanksgiving isn't the most popular holiday, but... Thanksgiving gives me the chance to like start watching Fantastic Mr. Fox. And I always try to squeeze like three viewings of Fantastic Mr. Fox in because I love, love, love that movie. <laughs> um, and then uh, also Planes, Trains, and Automobiles Thanksgiving oh, movie, but it, it works the whole holiday. And then, oh my God. of course, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation just can't be beat. You know? Of course, that that's on the list. I, I really Trains relate and Automobiles, to Cousin Eddie, so... <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is one of my favorite movies of all time, so I completely agree with that. And no that question. movie just punches you right in the heart at the end. Just oh. right in the heart. <laughs> so good. Absolutely so good. untouchable movie. So what I will leave all of you with is, you know, I hope you have a badass Christmas. I hope yeah. you yeah, I hope you have a I hope you're watering your tree. If you have a real tree, I hope you're making Christmas cookies. I hope you're watching bad Christmas television and great Christmas movies. I hope you're, you know, reminding your friends that you love them. Uh, I hope you're just like finding something to be happy about and thankful for uh, this time of year because, you know, things can be tough for a lot of people. Sometimes getting a a message and just reminding someone that you care about them uh, this holiday season can go a long way. Uh, So please do that and just, you know, remember that you don't have to agree with what a holiday started about to appreciate the holiday and to find good in it. So just, you know, make the most of this time of year and just enjoy it. I mean, let Christmas Absolutely. mean to you, whatever you want it to mean to you, uh, as long Absolutely. as it's helpful. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. So and happy as new all, year too. get your, and get your resolutions, get yeah. your resolutions in and all that. It's a good this is time. the last podcast of the year. So, you know, looking forward to 2023, doing some really cool stuff with Brandon, making some plans. Um, so, you know, get ready. Uh, we're going to be doing some really fun stuff in the next year. I don't know how many live ones we'll do, but if everyone enjoys this, I mean, maybe we'll, maybe we'll pepper these in from time to time. Yeah, uh, I do. I do think they're very fun. I would like to integrate the Instagram more and more. Uh, but as for all of you, if you have any questions or comments, you can email me at Simpsons is great at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, consider leaving me a review on Apple or really anywhere 
that accepts reviews. You can follow the official Instagram account at Simpsons is greater than or on Twitter at Simpsons is great, but I don't really use that anymore because Twitter sucks. You can follow Brandon right here on Instagram at the Withra. You should just click on his name now and follow him when you're done with this. If you're curious about me or my Simpsons collection, just search for Bard of Darkness anywhere and you'll find me and I'll see everybody real soon. Bye y'all. Thank you so much.